0: Okay, so another thing that I want to talk about, um, why did God choose this time in my life for him to allow everybody who had one thing in common, not wanting to see me be all that he wants me to be, to present itself now? Why is it happening now? All these different people who've been there the whole time, and this had to be in them the whole time. They had to have these feelings about me and for me the whole time. Why didn't they, you know, been do what they're doing? Why wouldn't they have been done exactly what they're doing now? You know, trying to take me out forever to eliminate my future forever. Well, the thing is, you know, God has also revealed to me like he don't skip nothing. Trust me, I promise you when God does something, it's perfect. So you can never say, but well, he missed this detail. Or it must not be God because what about this or what about that? Or this don't add up or this don't make sense. The thing is, you look deeper, you look look a little further, ask a few more questions. Be a little bit more patient. You want to find out. He He covered that too. He covered that too. So why didn't they been do this? They have been doing this. My whole life they've been doing stuff. They've been doing little stuff. They like, you know, I might not. I got to do it like this. or I got to do it like that in order to get away with it. I got to do it like this. or I got to do it like that because I don't, you know, I want to go that far, but I want to go far enough. I got to do it like this. I got to do it like that because I don't ever want to see this happen. But I also don't ever want to see that happen, you know. So it shows and it proves in different ways that they still were being saved because God knows people's hearts. He just seen everything happen in this world. So you better know that he's seen somebody way worse than you. He didn't seen somebody do something way worse than what you're doing, no matter how bad it is. Even if your evil heart or your evil mindset or your, plan, your evil plan is to conquer the world and destroy it. To destroy this entire planet and everybody you want it. Even if that's your evil plan, God knows somebody worse than you. He knows somebody worse than you. So... You know, he forgives. God has seen it all. It's nothing that He has not seen. You cannot surprise Him, you cannot shock Him, and you cannot beat Him. You can't beat Him. You're not smarter than Him. You're not faster. You won't be able to get to anything more, better. You know, nothing more than God. You know, I'm I'm always I'm I'm always reminded, like when I need some motivation right now, because I'm thinking, like, where where do you have to be with God where this is how God motivates you? This person talked about this vision. This man of God talked about this vision. He said that Satan was on, like, a moon or, you know, something outside of the world, in space. He was not allowed on the planet. He's not even allowed on this planet. And the twin angels, I think their names start with a D. Dia. I don't want to mess it up, but it sounds like Demetrius or Diatrophis, Diatrophes, or something. Dias. I don't. I forget their names. Don't make, don't let me mess it up. The twin angels, though, everybody knows about them. It's amazing how, when different things are brought up about God, I'm like. Oh, yeah, I know that, duh. But then my carnal mind is like, what? I never knew about that. So it shows me, like, when you believe in God and you trust him, you know all this stuff in the spirit. You've been there the whole time. You've been in heaven with God the whole time. You might not realize it, but you have. You know, we all have. We all know him, you know. Excuse me. Because he knows all of us. But. As I was saying, he talked about the twin angels. And it's amazing how when he first said, I'm like, how come I don't know all the angels and all their names? And God always tells me, you know, all the angels, you know, all their names, you know, about everything in heaven. You've been there. You've been in this place. You know, this stuff. He's constantly telling me all this. And I'm always saying, like, so why don't I feel like a heaven or why can't I remember the details about it? I don't know. I haven't been there. And he's like, yes, you have. You've been there. So I just trust him and I just believe him because I know he doesn't have no reason to lie to me. But it's a reason why my carnal mind is not connected to my spiritual mind that is aware of all these different things that God is and has done. I'm I know who he is. I know what he does. When God revealed to me that he was black, my carnal mind was so shocked. Like, (gasps) he's black. But my spiritual mind was like, duh. Like, I've been through that. Like, that's God, you know. So it's like. I don't know why it feels like these different things are slow to catch up or just disconnected. But I feel like that's what God is dealing with inside of myself now, obviously, you know, Jesus was always the son of God, but he wasn't it wasn't his time. He told his mother, it is not my time yet. You know, it wasn't his time until he was 30 years old. 30 years he was able to perform all those miracles, but he didn't start revealing himself to the world and dying on the cross for the forgiveness of our sins until he was 33. One would ask why Satan even allowed him to grow up. One would ask why he was ever allowed to, why, why was he here so long without everybody knowing who he was? People in his hometown said, he's the carpenter's son, there's no way he can perform these miracles. One would ask why they you know weren't aware of who he was the whole time. You know what? How could they have missed that? Well, because when it's time is time, it's always in God's perfect timing and the prophecy has to be fulfilled. So I don't like doubting different things just because it didn't happen at a certain time or it's not happening in the time it should feel like it should happen. in. So that's also what I'm dealing with right now. I'm like, I don't know if this even going to happen or if it's going to work because look at how long it's taken or look, it feels like it's not going to happen because I want it to happen in my time. But I have to trust God's perfect timing. But as I was saying, God doesn't skip a beat. And, you know, why would he be allowing these things to happen in his perfect timing like this? Well, I'm not gonna ask that. I don't need to ask that why. But why other things? Like why why can't other people see? You know how I see it. That's necessary to why why do other why do other people go down these different routes? Why are other people, you know, doing things different and doing things in these in this way? And not seeing what I see. Why is God giving me the sight to see? I don't want to ask why God does things. You don't ask why God does things. But, you know, just for the sake of trying to figure out what it is he needs me to know and what he wants me to see. And what what lesson, what points he's. Things he's pointing out for me because obviously this is the season of seeing he's like look open your eyes it's been there the whole time look what's happening look what's opening up for you heaven is open for you right now what do you need to see what is it that you aren't you know it's not even what I need to see it's like look and see you know because I'm allowing you to see right now and Always be looking and paying attention to what I'm allowing you to see at this moment, at this moment, in this point, at this point. So I'm always trying to observe and analyze things, but I'm also being careful because God has also shown me that, you know, Satan plays tricks on your mind a lot. He's being very deceptive and he wants to overwork you so that you lose faith in me and give up. So, I don't want you to feel like you're just so smart that you can figure everything out. Even when you can't figure it out, I want you to still have faith. Even when you don't know what to trust, I want you to still trust me. So, he doesn't want me to feel like I'm just so smart. I'm so intelligent and I can do everything. And, you know, that I'll be able to figure out his plan. If, of course, he doesn't want me to. So a lot of the time I was I was saying it was Satan. Like every single time I'm thinking about why this happened and why that happened. And if this is this way, then why is it like this? And if that is that way, then why is it like that? And I'm just always trying to figure stuff out and trying to put things together. And I'm always trying to, you know, get to the bottom of what I'm dealing with and what's going on by, you know... Thinking about all these different things, all these different, you know, facts. Just the facts of the situation, the truth. And I'm always being sent in circles. And I can go, I can be sent in circles for months, years. You know, just over and over and over again. All day, every day I'm sitting in circles. I'm like, Satan's really good at lying. He's really, really good at lying. But then one day I remember I was worshiping God and I just start thinking like, you know, I could just get down and worship him and just not try and figure anything out and just trust him. And that seems like it's working. But let me figure this out. Let me figure that out because it's also not working. And why isn't it working? What is it that I need to do? You know, because obviously, you know. I can't say that figuring things out is what got me to this point because, no, when it comes down to it, the only thing, the only reason I'm at this point is because of God himself because, you know, of trusting in him. But also at the same time, I did have to make decisions. In order to make these decisions, I, I had to think certain things through, you know, to choose these things. Because when you think about how other people aren't making these decisions and how they aren't doing these things, then you have to wonder You know, does it matter the decisions that you're making or if, of course, you know, God is just going to make everything work out for you, no matter what decision that you make? And of course, that's true. But choice matters, right? Because of free will, just like other people aren't choosing God, I am. So that means that, you know, not that I always needed a reason to choose God. I just choose him. But it's also just about the fact that like me choosing him and the decisions that I make are based off of me kind of thinking like, well, what would this, how would this matter? Why would that matter? Well, should I do this or should I do that? And I could just let it all go and be like, I'm just going to let instinct choose for me. But in this season, I don't feel like that's an option. And I've gone through this so many different times. It sounds like, you know, I don't. it don't make sense right now. But I promise that the mindset that I've had and all the different time I've had to think about this, I've gotten to... I've, I've thought about it down so many different rat, rabbit holes. I've slipped and fallen down so many different rabbit holes and it's not dumb. If it sounds dumb, I promise it's not. I just don't have the energy to fight God about this anymore because I realize I'm fighting God because one day the scripture was pointed out. Even the wise are sent in circles and in, in the Bible, it says that the wise, the intelligent are sent in circles when they try to be smarter than God, he'll send you in circles. He'll give you all the information that you need, and you'll still be sent in circles. You can never outsmart God. doesn't matter if you know his whole plan. You'll never be able to ruin it or mess it up or anything. And I said to myself, I'm not trying to mess up God's plan. I'm for God. I want everything that he wants. You know, I'm on his side. So what? why does it feel like I'm the one being sent in circles? And, you know, also it was a a time where it's like, They're trying to use your mind against itself. So don't let them. And it's like, but what am I supposed to do? Just not think? Like, I have to think to breathe, I think. I don't have to think to breathe. Like, obviously, you're born breathing, so you don't have to think to breathe. But still, at the same time, if I think I'm not going to think, next thing I know, I forget how to breathe. Like, it's a fight. And it's necessary. All of it is necessary, but you do ultimately just have to trust God. And so even somewhere in your mind, you might like spiritually, you don't have to think to trust him. But, you know, maybe that's what it's about. It's about disconnecting that, you know, mindset of realizing that without anything that you feel like you need, In order to have God, you still have him. And he wants you to realize that. I don't know, maybe. But one day, that scripture was pointed out to me. The wise, you know, the wise, even the wisest person here is the dumbest to God. No, even God's dumbest is smarter than the wisest person here. And I wonder why they kept trying to point that scripture out. Every single time I was trying to figure out what was going on. And I was just in one of those mindsets where i'm like i don't know like i'm i'll get real science like scientific or something i don't know but all i know is like They pointed that out, and I was feeling like, you know, y'all talking to me, like, God, I'm fighting God right now. And they kept saying, you're fighting God. Don't You think you can be God? Like, you're trying to beat God. You're not going to beat God. You're fighting God right now. And every single time they kept saying that to me, I'm like, why would I be fighting God? That don't make no sense. How am I fighting God when I want what God want? Or do I? So I started thinking about like, okay, so God want this to happen? God want that and God want this? And it's like, it seemed like it's obvious, but I don't know. So I'm like, all right, we're going to see because I'm going to go this way and I'm going to figure out that and I'm going to figure out this and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And then if that's working out or if this is working out or if somehow this happened this way or this happened that way, we'll see what God wants because maybe what this is about is that mindset I've always had. Like, if somebody wanted to, though, if somebody wanted to venture off into other things and have, you know, see what else was out there, see what different routes they could go in, if they had, you know, whatever they had, they was born with, could they possibly ever use it against God? How far would they get if that ever could exist? And, of course, I believe that you cannot beat him I genuinely believe that you can beat him. I love him for it. You know, I choose him. I've submitted to that thought. Like, when it comes down to it, I'm going to kneel to him and, and accept defeat, even if I was that individual that was going to do everything in my power to try to see if I could beat him. I'm not going when it comes down to it, when I find out I can't or he's winning at everything going to somehow be like, well, forget you then. I'm never going to submit to you because I'm so salty I couldn't win. Nah, you got the opportunity to try and win and do everything in your power to see if you could win and have you done everything you felt was necessary. Because in reality, you never going to run out of ideas or, you know, opportunities to prove it. But you will get to a point where you have accepted that that's just what it is. I accepted it early. I'm not saying I had to go try it. I just accepted it. I believe you God. you bigger, you better, you stronger. I'm not about to try and beat you. It is what it is. But if I had the opportunity, you know, with all the power and everything, every resource I ever needed to try and beat him or try and beat you or just even attempt to be bigger or greater than God himself. Is anybody out here, is is there anybody in this world that exists like that who can do it? I'm at a young age decided that I'm not going to try, you know, at least not like that. But and when I say not like that, not with the actual intent on wickedly really wanting to be bigger or better than God. And wanting to prove something to myself like I'm bigger, I'm better than God, I'm just this good and I'm just this great. I can just imagine how good that feel. I got all this power to do anything and everything that I want to do. I'm really that person in the whole world that, you know, everybody say I'm sure these situations exist. I'm that situation that exists. Right. And I want to beat God and I know I could and I just got to be bigger and better than him. Right. Well, I've thought about that. Somebody probably exists out in this world. I'm not about to say that they don't, but I would never believe that they actually could beat them. I'm just going to say it's somebody who can get that close to the point where it's like you're never getting close to guys. not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is there's somebody who is going to try and prove that to themselves Who are, who is really, really, really good. Really good. You're really good. You're really get, great. You're really big. But you have to be really wicked to want to beat somebody that good. You're never going to. But to just be so wicked that you ignore how loving, how caring, considerate, understanding that God is to you, even you. And you just want to beat him. You just want to beat him like Satan. You know, have you beaten Satan yet? Is one thing I want to know. Because you ain't even going to beat Satan first. Promise. So that means that even if you feel like you have, he just using you. Like you feel like you Satan friend or some y'all buddies. And it's amazing to me. I think like what about those situations of people who exist? It's like, oh Satan, I know him. You know, he ain't even what he think he is, you know, or we play poker, some stupid stuff like that. Like just something that's like y'all y'all kinda operate on the same level. Satan ain't just the only one right underneath God. You know, it's me. It's these people, too. You ain't even met them, and I'm bigger than all of them. Like, that type of situation. You know, if I ever met that kind of situation, or just the fact that it's possible out there, you know, what somehow would that prove or whatever? Like, just use my power for that. I never would have wanted to. I always wanted to be on God's side. So I said to myself, why is God saying this to me like this? You know, why are they saying it's Like, you're never going to be able to beat him. Don't you know about that scripture? You know, even the wisest are, it's, it's not even God's dumbest. You know, even the strongest, it's not even God's weakest. And they said that while my mind was running in circles and circles and circles and circles and circles and circles and circles. And, circles. and I was like, I was so offended and I was so devastated because I said to myself, you know, You know what? Like are you trying to say something to me, God? Are you trying to say me tell me that I went off the wrong on the wrong path? Like that I'm I'm actually fighting against you? That your will for me is something else? That, you know, I am trying to beat you? Are you trying to say that I'm trying to beat you, God? Are you like, what are you saying to me right now, God? Because I choose you and I feel like I've made that so very clear and I feel like I don't have any other way possible in my soul, in my spirit, in my mind to make it more clear that I want you, God, only you. So what are you saying to me? Like, what is what are you saying? I'm devastated at this point because God knows hearts. And if he knows my heart then he knows, I would never be choosing anything or anybody over him. But. Maybe, you know, because God knows you better than you know yourself, maybe he's actually exposing that I am or would. So it's maybe something I need to take a step back and look at because my whole life, maybe I have been wondering and feeling like I would be unaccomplished or somehow unsatisfied or unfulfilled in my heart if I truly never saw what it was like, you know, to at least see what that's like, the the different things that's out there like. The magic and the different things that's possible and all these different things that go on in this world, you know. And if everything that God said really was true, is everything that God said really true, you know, can I really not do this? Or would God do God tell me I really can't do it just because he's scared? you know, of what I could be and if I could beat him or if I possibly would come close to beating him. And it's like, I never truly believed that. It's like, I don't even want to think like that. I don't even want that to be true because I will only destroy myself. You can never come close to beating God. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Why am I okay with that? I'm okay because... I'm okay with that because you know <laughs> God is He takes very good care of me. He loves me more than anybody in this world ever would. He even loves me more than I can possibly love myself because I never know what God what love is without God. God is love. I need him. I need him. Like I love him so much. He is my safe place. He's my place of refuge. He's my secret place. From this world, my happy place, away from this world, when everybody just nobody can understand me, God understands me. I was just telling him that last night, last night, you know, I was just like they were just like you know, everybody's telling me I'm lonely and bitter and miserable, and all those other stuff. I'm just like y'all just do not know what y'all talking about, I'm fine, like You'll think that I'm so lonely and so miserable because you all have this perverted mindset that only certain things can somehow prove that you have it. I have to be with a man to prove that I can get one. I have to, you know, be out here to prove that I can be out here. I got to have all the money in the world to prove that I can have all the money in the world. I got to go do it to prove that I can do it. no. You know, I know what I can do. I know what I'm, what's out there. I know what's possible. I know it'll be a challenge. I know I have to go through all these different things. But I'm not about to go through them just to prove nothing to you. And yes, I do want some of these things in life, but I'm going to wait on God. And the thing is, that's the one thing you ain't trying to prove. You ain't trying to prove who God is. And that's one thing. That's the main reason I don't listen to none of y'all. That's the main reason I don't listen to you because you sitting up here acting like you got prove a point to do all these other things. But you will never want to prove that one, though. That's the one point you don't want to prove. And when it comes down to prove it, you don't do nothing but attack me because somehow wait, hold on. On the way. Is that me? The one who who only wanted to prove that point out of all of them. Okay, we got to get past her. And the only way going to get past me is to admit to, to admit to me that I've been right the whole time and you hate when I'm right. Okay, it wasn't me that was right, it was God. But it's cool, you know, I don't know why you so affected by me when, you know, the whole point proving or admitting to me is admitting it to Him. And I got to answer to Him. And it's really just Him. But somehow, you going to let me keep you from that. But I don't know. It is what it is. We're human. I'm not about to judge and act like, You know, I'm not about to act like I don't understand what that's like. I'm just going to say, like, you know, I know who God is. And the only point I want to prove is that, you know, I'm willing to do anything, whatever it is that he asks me to do in order to be used as his vessel. That I'm willing to do that. That's the only point I really got to prove in my heart. And I ain't going to lie, that's the biggest point to prove in my life It's like, when it come down to it, is you really going to do whatever for God? Or would you fold after a certain amount of pressure or torture or suffering or, you know, de- deprivation, whatever? Is you going to die about God? Is you, for, Further than dying about God. Wish he was dead and still not be able to die. Like, is that, is you really about that for God? You know? This is that time. I've been wondering about that my whole life, and I—I must have been challenging God. I ain't even think it. I ain't even know I was. And in my—in my soul, I was saying to myself, "I know I'm challenging God, but it don't seem like He care, and it don't seem like it matters. So what do it matter? I'm just—it's just a thought. And then you eventually get over challenging Him. You get to the point where you're like, "Hey, I'm just." You know, it was a thought at one point, I'm over it. Even though you still challenging him. Like, because it still ain't come to pass. It still haven't happened. It still haven't, you know, it still don't exist. So in a way, you always feel like he never want to accept that challenge, though. Even if you get everything else. So you is challenging God. And I got to admit that I did challenge God, but I thought that I was over it. I thought that I had decided to myself, like, hey. You know God has shown you so much so many other things more worth it. He ignored that, which means if you truly believe in him and trust him, He spares you, and even if you aren't challenging him, you know he's sparing you, so let it go, and I think I let it go, but I didn't I didn't let it go, obviously because now He's showing me this situation, the way the situation presented itself makes me feel like. Obviously, there's certain qualities in myself that somebody or something or this situation must have resonated with where they felt as if I would be the perfect type individual. I keep hearing she's perfect. She's perfect. Or I keep hearing like, you know, you're just like me. You're just like me. And this person, I'm not going to sit up here and try to slander this person in a big way. It's just that this person is like, you know, if I'm being quite honest. It, it makes me kind of upset because it's like when you have those really messed up, perverted type thoughts, it's like this person is everything I would have ever wanted to be. Like this person is everything I would have wanted to be in life. In a way, not everything though, but in a way it does exist. When you look at this person, you say it does exist. You know, it's mind blowing and it is fulfilling in a way. But then on the other hand, you know, you're actually so grateful. For the path that you've chosen and not needing to become that type of individual, you know, and it's messed up because it's like you see that they've accomplished so many different things and you see that they're really good. They're really great. You're just mad that it had to go that route and had to be that way, you know, but then you realize if they feel like you're just like me. What they're really saying is, you're everything they ever wanted to be. You are, you exist, that's what I hear a lot. You exist, you really exist, I can't believe you exist. And it's like, you're everything that they ever wanted to be if they had chosen to do it the way you did things. You never know, you know, what's needed. Or how you, how you exactly what you are, who you are, is needed in this world you just never know so I think that you know the fact that I've chosen God and I didn't need to you know delve down different paths or go down different routes and do different things in order to prove to myself that I can do it or just to see like if I could do without God just to prove like You know, I don't think God is the biggest and the baddest or even if he is, I want to go down this route. I want to do this and I want to try this to see how big and bad I can get, how much of a threat I can become to God. And God tells you about these things. He warns you about these things. And that's what made me or kept me or led me down the path that I went down, which is why I am who I am today. And I'm just so grateful. I'm happy where I'm at. Where I'm at. But you have to be happy where you're at if you choose the route of God. Because you can't be with God thinking, I don't know. I don't know. Well, you can. That's the thing. With God, you can be anything. But it's just like, because he's always going to be there no matter what. But you still have to. You know, one of, you have to trust him. You have to get to the point where you want that, like, because if you never want it then you'll never have it, you know, and I do want that. I do want that trust in God to believe that I don't ever have to be something else or I don't have, ever have to battle him. I don't have to fight him. We don't have to be at war. We're on the same side. And I'm blessed to have him on my side because he never loses a battle. You know, and to trust that, you know, no matter who you are, what you are, you can have anything that you ever wanted that actually will satisfy and fulfill you. Anything you ever dreamed of having in this world, because everybody may want different things, even though it seems like a lot of people want the same things. You want what you want and you can have everything you've ever wanted and be absolutely happy in God. That's all I'm saying. And God is obviously showing me that and he's proven that to me. That that can happen for me. So what is the issue? Well, maybe because you can have everything you've ever wanted in God, doesn't mean that you should have everything you've ever wanted. So when God has shown me my future of everything I've ever wanted to be, I realized certain things weren't there. And I'm like, but wait, what about this whole big side of things that's missing? And he's like, you don't need that. He's like, this is everything your heart has ever desired for you to be with, of course, my tailoring. So God is going to tailor it to everything that's good for you, everything that you need, everything you are destined to be. So a lot of people are like, I don't know if I believe that because with God, I can never have this and I can never do that. And what you mean? You can never be flashing money. You can never be shaking your butt on TV with no clothes on. You can never be cursing and misleading children. You can never be, you know, out here acting stupid, acting dumb, making bad decisions, you know, hurting people, destroying futures. You can never be that. And God, okay, well, that's what he meant when he said You can have everything your heart ever desired to my tailoring. though, You want God to tailor it for you. You want to have everything you ever wanted, but you want God to tailor it for you. Some people just don't. They stop there. They don't want to take it further because they say, hold on. I heard you tell me that I can have everything. But then I heard you just tell me I can't have everything. So I don't know. You know, they don't want to go. They don't want it to go further. But it's like the thing is, you know that's where trust and faith come in when you truly trust God and have faith in him you trust that the future that he has for you and what he wants you to be and who he sees you as being one day is everything that you want trust that first because when I first seen I was like whoa what I never imagined nothing like that, but then he start, he showed me deep in my heart what I've wanted as a child, and it made so much sense. Like, this is exactly who I've always really wanted to be, so why doesn't it shine through, or why have I forgotten it? And the reason why, I think, is because Satan is always lying to you. He's always putting things in your in your mind, different thoughts. He's out here playing tricks on you. He's convincing you that there's something out there better, that you can do this without God, that you don't need him or that whatever it is that God wants for you is depriving you of something else. And even in the process of me ignoring that and not even caring, like I don't care whatever it is that Satan doesn't want me to have. I'm willing to sacrifice. And even when I don't understand that. You know, I'm willing to go through whatever it is I need to go through in order for me to understand that. Even when you don't understand what you're saying, what you have to go through, you're still willing to take that route and choose that and, and make that choice or that decision. But the issue with that is that, you know, you never really truly understand what needs to be shed. You You have to go through a whole process of, revelations inside of yourself of who you are and different things that you are not doing or have not been and you have to make the necessary changes not that you hadn't considered them but there's no way you could have ever thought or imagined these things because this is a god we're talking about he's identifying things inside of yourself that you would have never otherwise even picked up on or been able to figure out whatever all i'm saying is when it comes down to it, you know, I feel like when it comes down to it, I feel like um in the process, on the way, God decided to. Allow me to see all the different things I otherwise would have done if I decided not to listen to him. And it's another reason why I love him so much. <laughs> because God is like, hey, you know, you you really doubted me for a second. But ultimately, you made the right decision. So here, let me show you what you missed out on. Because if you had decided, like, I'm not missing out on this. I'm about, I'm about to go see what I'm missing out on. You would have learned the hard way. But since you chose this way and you thought, well, I'm just going to have to miss out on it. And you trusted me anyways. You said, I'm just going to have to miss out on it. I'm just not going to never get it. Well, I decided to show you anyways. I decided to introduce you to that exact situation and how it would have went if you had done it. And, you, and you know, people are going to say, well, maybe I would have done it better. No, God got a way of showing you exactly how you would have done it because somebody did it. Almost exactly how you would have done it, you know, and then you might say, well, that ain't exactly how I would have done it. I would have done this or I would have done that. And God's going to make sure you see your heart and your mind. If you had done it that way, how would it ended up the same way or how you would have ended up down that same route? Either way it go. The point was proven. You got it. You understood what he said. You saw what he was doing. And hard headed people don't ever want to listen. People who don't never want to hear that, they never gonna want to see it, even though they saw it. And I have been that person, I probably still am. But I'm learning, I'm learning. So, excuse me, what I realized was you know, he has shown me. Everything I missed out on, it made me love him so much more. Then it makes me so grateful. And it makes me, you know, so much awe of him, but also fear him so much more. Because it's like God can, God can, God is, he's everything. He knows everything. He will know the whole time and still let you do it. Like, all right. And then he will know. the possibilities of what could happen how that could go that way what you could be going through and he will still like not he'll protect you from it or you know he just just him knowing just him knowing like you have to trust that he knows everything you have to believe him you have to believe god is perfect you have to believe that like god is perfect he's almighty power he knows everything and when you know that then you know When he's letting you do something, he still knows what's going on. He's protecting you anyway. He loves you anyways. He's not ever holding anything against you. And you know not even the best person on this planet is going to be able to have as much patience as God has. To love you as much as God loves you. To care as much as God cares for you. And when you really realize that, you're like, I love you, God. This is why I love God. Look. Look what I could have done. Look where I could have been. Look what could have happened to me. Look at what he's protecting me from. Look at who he's made me to be. Look at all the advice I listened to and how it's paying off. Look at all the stuff that I actually did, doing he just forgave me for. He still loves me anyway. He's still protecting me. He's still keeping me. He's still God. God is always faithful. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. When we're not, he still is. He never bases it off of who we are. Because if he did, we would never... Be nothing, we would never get nothing. We would never go nowhere. We would never get nowhere. We break our promises. God has never broken his. He's always God. Always going to be God. He's God. Him alone. Nobody's bigger. Nobody's greater. And there's always going to be that one person who just so hard-headed. Hard-necked, hard-hearted. They don't never want to change. They believe that they must take God, you know, as a joke or something. They don't fear him. They don't have to fear God like they should. They don't believe that things can, you know. They don't think they don't believe that things can blow up in their face. They don't believe that they can ever not. They will ever learn. Or no better. They don't ever see things going a certain way. They believe that they are in control. It doesn't matter what God wants and they're gonna do what they gonna do, what they wanna do no matter what. Nobody's gonna be able to stop that. God's plan doesn't matter. God's will doesn't matter. It's always gonna be somebody very hard headed like that. And, I mean, I should be, I'm super blessed that God would choose me and say, well, guess what? Because you chose me and you decided not to be as hard-headed as that is, even though I know you've thought about that before. And you've wondered what that would be like. And you know that you have it in you if you wanted to go that route, but you didn't anyways. You trusted me anyways. You know, not that this type of stuff really matters to God because he know He know." that if you had done that, then you just would have had to learn, but you didn't. So, you know, not that you should get a reward for doing what you're supposed to do, but just because, you know, I know you and I love you and I know these things matter to you. I'm going to show you something. I'm going to show you something that, you know, you don't need to see, or you shouldn't have to need to see in order to believe or trust in me. But I'm going to show you anyways, because at one point when you were you know, really fighting a battle on which way to go, you needed to see that or felt you needed to see that and you decided not to need to see it to choose me. So I'm going to show you anyways. And I love that that's how he's doing things because now he's like, hey, there's somebody out there that, you know, everything that you otherwise would have been, they decided to be. Everything you otherwise would have done, they decided to do. And, you know, I want you to fight them and it's for many reasons it's like one it's going to expose something inside of yourself that hey guess what you know look how dumb you know you could have been or look how foolish and ignorant unassuming you would have otherwise been going down this path it triggers something inside of yourself where you got to You know, being all of God's glory and wonder too. And that's also resonating with them because they still believe the things that they believe. And they're not probably going to hear it from somebody who don't understand what that's like. So your testimony is actually helping somebody else realize who God is too. Because it's like, I see that you actually agree with this or otherwise would have. Or you see why I did this the way I did it. You understand my logic and my perspective. I'm not about to listen or talk to nobody who don't understand it who don't even get it, who would have never otherwise tried it. You know, they wouldn't have, you know, they, w- they don't have the logic uh, to, that, to even consider this. They think that this is dumb or this is stupid or they just don't want the same things. I'm not ever going to listen to them. I listen to you, though, because you probably would have done it, too. And the way that you decided to do things, that probably also resonates with them, too. Because they're like, hey, I would have thought of that, though. I might have actually listened to that. That would have took me off this path, or that would have made sense to me. That would have been the only thing that could. Not the only thing. It's never the only thing. God's too creative, but I get why you made the decision that you made. I trust the decision that you're making because it makes sense to me. I know that you understand what I'm going through. Maybe not fully because you ain't doing it like me or you don't want to do it with me. But whatever reason that you are deciding to do things the way that you're doing things, it's actually resonating with me too. God knows why he chooses people to do certain things. Excuse me. I'm feeling like a big part of myself. It's like thinking, you know, everybody meets their match. I've been hearing that my whole life. A lot of times about my different family members, that like you're going to grow up and you're going to be their match, or someday you're going to beat them. And it's like do people always grow up their whole life, you know, thinking one day you're going to beat somebody, your, you know, around you. Like, that's how you always do things. Everything that you do is based off of I'm going to beat you at this one day. I promise. You know, I don't want to be that kind of person. I decided when I was younger, like, it's a whole world out there. And maybe that could be the start of something. I'm not going to discredit anybody's logic. You beat them and then next, you know, you move on to the next thing you want to beat. But it's like, I don't want to have to beat that. I want to I wanna be thinking about stuff I possibly haven't considered. Have you ever considered that? The things that you want to beat are just a small, limited perspective. And the world has so many different other things out there. And the more that you grow and the more that you know, you're going to want to learn more things. But you're not even considering those things because you don't know. I used to cry about stuff like that. I don't know nothing. I'm ignorant. The people around me don't even know. And my small, little, limited perspective keeps me so boxed in that I want to beat this stuff. But what happens when... You really want to be bigger. Can you ever be bigger? Because there's nobody around you to challenge that. There's nobody around you to even instill that type of knowledge. And you You don't even know this stuff exists. It's all this stuff you don't even know exists out here. Will I ever get there? Can I ever get there? And even, I don't have to know everything. I could never possibly know everything like God. But can I trust that I will know exactly what I want or need to know to accomplish the things that I want in life or out of life? And only God can provide that for you because only he knows what's in your heart, what you need to know in this life, what you need to see in this life. All the people you need to be exposed to that's going to introduce and help you get there. Only God can do that. Only God knows perfectly. He knows everybody, everything that they know and each and every single last individual that you'll need to learn from all the things you're praying about and need from him. He's already setting it up that you're going to cross that path one day in life. And who's going to be able to do that? You think you can do all of that without God? No. The thing is, you don't know everything like him. You can't do everything like him. And you don't, you're not the almighty power. So you're going to run into a lot of unnecessary mistakes, issues, and, you know, just a whole bunch of wasted time. God knew how to identify. Matter of fact, he know it right now. He ain't got to identify it. God know it right now. You're going to have to go through a couple, you know, dead ends. You're going to have to fall into a bunch of different, you know, issues, problems, unnecessary time spent, wrong choices and decisions made. You can say, I don't care what nobody say. They lie to themselves. They sit up there and say, I ain't never had to do that. I've always had it all. Every time... Everything, no matter what. No mistakes, no issues made. It's always right there. Easy to have, easy to get. And I'm always right on top of it all the time. But you know what? I cannot sit up here and lie and say that I don't believe that that situation could exist because I never want to rule anything out, even though I don't believe it. If you really think that, like, if you really feel like that's you, you know, you lying to yourself... You lying to yourself. But I do believe that you can get so good that you get to the point where, you know, you don't run into those issues or those problems no more. You don't have to, you know, be without or do without. And even by then, are you a hundred percent fulfilled? You everything you need to be, you're you're happy. There's no gaping hole in your soul. You're good. You got it all. Everything's good. No points to prove, right? No, not without God. Not without God. And this this situation is proving that. It's proving that. How? Because God is showing me, introducing me to somebody. Hey, look, here's somebody that did everything and believed that they never needed me. Or maybe they didn't believe they never needed me, but they just felt Regardless of if they needed me or not. That they was going to be able to do it on their own. That everything can be accomplished by themselves. Yep. Here's this person. They did it all. You ever wondered if they exist? This person exists. Guess what? Look. They got it. You know? They said, I don't need God for this. And they and they accomplished all these different things without them. But guess what? It's that one thing. Oh, my goodness. Oh, it's that one thing, ain't it? It's that one thing they couldn't do on their own. They never wanted to admit it to themselves. They told themselves they didn't need it because they lied to themselves. Whenever they can't do something, that you know they do everything. And then when they can't do something, they tell themselves that they never needed it or it doesn't exist because it's not supposed to be nothing exists that they cannot do or have. Right? And God knows what they're hiding. You can never hide nothing from God. You can never hide nothing from him. So I'm feeling like, you know, God has made me the one thing that somebody has not been able to get or find or have otherwise on their own. They can't create it. They can't, you know, they can't, you know, conjure it up with whatever power they have. They can't. They couldn't otherwise get it on their own. They needed God's help, but they didn't want to ask. Or if they asked, they might not have even believed it would ever be provided. Or they must have told God that if he provided this, the one thing they could not do, then they would believe in him. But they only said it as something that they never actually truly get an answer to, ever believed they actually truly get an answer to. And you might say, well, how you know that? You know, a lot of people going to deny it. That's not true. You know. This person can have that. This person has that. This person can do that if they want to. They never ask God for nothing. This person will even deny that they ask God for anything. And it's, maybe they didn't necessarily ask for it. But he knows what's in your heart. He knew what was in your heart. and He provided. He knew that that was the only thing that you needed to actually believe that he was real. And that he is who he says he is. And if he had ever provided this, you would have believed in him hands down. And isn't that so amazing that here I come showed up, showing up, and I'm exactly what somebody is asking for? Exactly a prayer to an answer prayer. I'm an answer prayer. When I believed I do not matter in this world, that my life wouldn't make a difference if it never truly even ever existed on this planet. i really believe in that I could have never existed and it wouldn't have made a difference in anybody else's life. It wouldn't have changed or stopped nothing. Even after watching all these different TV shows that show you that if one thing changes in the past, in the present, or in the future, it changes everything. It doesn't matter how small. And I'm here believing that my life is so... Unimportant that I could have never existed and nobody would have been affected. And it's not that I necessarily believe that. I just believe that my God is a God of no limitation so that if I never truly existed in this world, he can make it so that it never affected anybody. That's what I wanted. That was That's an answer prayer for me. But then God is answering somebody else's prayers with me because he feels that my life is significant enough. That's why I'm here. We're all here for a reason, even the people who aren't here. It was all for a reason, so me believing that I'm answering prayer to somebody is like i'm I can't say I'm not even that surprised though I can't say i'm that I'm that surprised so I'm never truly too shocked at what God can do. you know it always feels like when he does things that even though it's shocking and surprising and amazing, it always feels like you already knew that. Like, I already knew that, though. So, could I really have a soulmate here on this earth? And do it really matter? Because obviously it matters. It's presenting itself when it could otherwise never have presented itself. But do it really matter because when God shows you who your soulmate is and then he shows you all these things surrounding it, all these different things that you would have never thought would have been qualities of your soulmate, things that you feel like can never work or, or, you know, make sense. Are you willing to overlook these things or do the work or or even just trust God, even if it's not no work required or overlooking anything? Just trust God that that can be possible even when it seems or feels impossible. That's what it feels like is being introduced to me in this moment or right now. And it's like, I don't know. I don't know. And the the thing that I'm faced with right now is like, well, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to keep doing what I've been doing. Because that's what got me here. I'm just going to keep trusting God. I'm just going to keep believing in him. I'm just going to keep working on me. I'm just going to keep, you know... Trying to be the best person I can be, trying to accomplish everything, all that has been placed inside me to accomplish on this earth for for God, to allow him to use me as a vessel and work through me. That's all I can keep doing because I always despise the idea of everything that you do for God or in God or everything, your whole purpose on this earth being just for The existence of somebody else that's so perfectly made for you. I despise that idea, but I also might have loved that idea. And maybe I despise that idea because I believed that I loved it so much, but just didn't believe it could ever be true or it could ever happen for me or anybody else. But I don't think that's enough. You know, I despise the idea for many reasons, you know. Why do I have to need somebody else? Do that come from the fact that when I needed somebody else or felt like I was ever going to need somebody else, I lost hope in ever being able to need or trust or depend on somebody else, ever. So it does, it does you know, it does come down to that. But at the same time, there's just so many different things inside of myself that I think I'm searching for and that I'm not quite yet. And why would I want to depend on somebody else before I'm those things? I just want God. So I'm just going to keep trusting God, you know, and trusting that he would never send me something that is anything that I need or I'm meant to have before I'm ready for it. And so let's call this preparation. Obviously, it's preparation. But if God is sending you something while you're still being prepared, does that mean that? you know, pretty soon it's for you, it's going to be there, and God just showing you what's on the queue? Or does that mean that exactly what it is that's presenting itself, you need to exercise discipline and remind yourself that when you're ready, you'll know you're ready, and you'll never get something that's meant for you to have until you're ready, so keep going and stay focused. It's just another test. Who knows? Because God may send you something before you're ready because it needs to help prepare you. God may send you something before you're ready to test your discipline, to get you where you need to be and not, you know, need something or want something just because it looks like it's everything you need or want before you're ready. Or God may send you something before you're ready to show you that he'll never send you something before you're ready. That's what it feels like to me. That's, the end. That's, my, that's what I'm betting on. That's my answer to it. God will never see you something before you're ready. Don't ever trick yourself. Don't ever play yourself. Don't ever feel like, hey, I don't have to this whole time been listening to God to get me to this point. But that's that's like everything I needed or wanted. And at this point, I'm just going to cut him out. I'm going to cut God out of it. And I'm just going to go my own way and feel like that's everything I need and want. I'm good now. I got it. You know, it's a test because it's like, How are you going to cut God out he got you this far? And if you do, that's why he sent it, because he wants you to feel that so that you never do that again. A failed test, to me, is only just another opportunity to study and pass it the next time. So you fail it this time. You ain't going to do nothing, but go through that whole process over. Be presented with the same opportunity again, but hopefully next time you pass. But as many times you fail it's only opportunity to learn something and pass it the next time. Regardless though, you know, I don't know what this situation is cuz like I never felt this way before. Honestly, I've never felt this way before because I've always said to myself, "I know already. You're not the one for me. You're not something that God sent. It's not time for you." But this time it's like yes it is. It is time for you. I hear God. I can feel him. I see it. He's all over it. He's all in it. Yes. But yeah this is what's tricky when you feel like something really is for God or of God or something that God really wants you to have except for it just doesn't feel like it's time for it yet and something that also oh this is so crazy this is how this is why I love God because you know what God be trying to people try to underestimate God people I swear they put limitations on God they be saying you know nah, I God ain't gonna agree with this because this ain't Godly you know, God's not going to understand this because this ain't, you know, heavenly or this ain't Christ like, you know, this ain't the good thing to do or think or say or be quickly forgetting that God see everything, all of that. So, I mean, even if you brought it to his attention or you feel like he agreed with it or not, he's still right there the whole time. He knew what you was going to think before you thought it. He knew what you was going to do before you did it. He knew it was going to happen before it happened. So you sitting up here saying, I ain't going to bring this to God's Attention ain't keeping him from it. It's keeping you from him. That's it. So I think getting comfortable with bringing everything to God, no matter what it is, is might be a big issue, too, even for myself. But for me, I think that it got a lot to do with the fact that, you know, I've been in God's presence, and we talk about a lot of stuff. And it sometimes it feels contradictory, where it's like, you can't bring everything to God. But then it's like, a lot of times, like, no, God is telling you, you can bring anything to him. But then you come to God, you bring stuff to him. And he's, like, giving you a reaction that's like, don't bring that to me. So it's like, it feels contradictory, because it's like, can I bring everything to you or not? Because... You can bring everything to God, but at the same time, it's like you learn what not to say and what not to bring to him. Like one time I asked God for a million dollars and he answered me, but he also, the answer that I got from God made me feel like, all right, that's probably not the right thing to bring to God, you know? You can want a million dollars and you could want to be rich, want to have all these different things, and he's not going to stop you from going to do that. He's just going to tell you, you know, everything you need to know about that. You know, he's going to help you. He's going to protect you. He's going to guide you if you truly care what God think, because you can't bring it to him not really caring what he thinks anyways. So, well, you can, but it's like, what's, I don't know, you're going to learn from that too. But the contradictory part about it is it makes you feel it's like, okay, a lot of stuff I feel like I'm fighting to keep out of God's presence. I'm allowed in God's presence, you know. So you don't want to be in God's presence any kind of way. The Bible says that you are not allowed in God's presence without a spirit of humility. That comes with knowing who who to be in him and around him and who not to be. So it's not that you can't bring everything to God, but it's just about like, you going to bring that to God when you know better? When you ignorant you don't know better is one thing. But when you know better, it's like, okay. And if it's really something on your heart that you really want to bring to God but you don't want to bring to God, he's going to expose that to you and show that to you anyways because he didn't put it on your heart for no reason. Even though Satan has a lot of uh, he has a lot of power over maybe you No, Satan has no real power at all. Let me take that back. But he may have a lot to do with it, probably because of the sin that he's tempting you with and which you're gravitating towards because of temptation. But I just want to stress this one more time. We have perverted mindsets naturally. You know, naturally we have perverted mindsets, even the best of us. Because this world has tainted our hearts. It's perverted our minds. So we're going to want different things. Or believe that different things deserve an answer or response that don't. And... We might get upset and frustrated, but time passed and and God reveals to us in time with the things that he does provide for us. That certain things we never needed or wanted or needed to experience. But if you go down that route and you experience it anyway, sometimes God will protect you. And other times he cannot stop you from doing what you want to do. So he allows you to go through these different, he can't stop you, but he allows you to go down these different routes and do these different things because you have to learn that way then you find out or you figure the things out and you say it was a lesson learned. You grew from it and you stopped doing certain things. Some people never stopped doing certain things. But I refuse to believe that the people who never stopped doing things or never learned a lesson is because that they never could learn the lessons because they never wanted to. So a lot of times it's the difference. The difference is I wanted this lesson. I wanted th- to make this change. I wanted to... to I wanted to, you know, learn from this, be better, and grow. I wanted to stop doing this thing over and over and over again. I'm faced with that right now. Like, everybody feels like it's okay for me right now to be making mistakes. It's okay to make mistakes. Why are you always trying to fight so hard to do everything that you can to be better? And... You know, be the best that you can be and be so good and refrain from these things. You don't have to refrain from these things. This is the time for you to go crazy and not show restraint. But you want to show so much restraint. Why? This is so crazy to me. Throughout the years, I feel like I learned so many different things at such a young age before I should have. And then when I got to the age where it felt like it's the time to do everything, I already feel worn out from these things because I already rushed into them. And so now I'm at this age where it's like, this is supposed to be the time where you indulge and embrace all these different things. But I already been down that route way too many times and I know better. So I don't need to go back down that route to prove that I'm missing out on something because I'm only going to find the same thing that I found the last time I was there, which was it's nothing here. I'm not missing out on nothing. What I'm really missing out on is learning how to not run back to these things every time I feel the urge to. I'm missing out on discipline. That's really the only thing I'm missing out on is showing restraint. But it's the one thing I keep on doing. But I don't want to keep missing my opportunity I really don't want to keep missing my opportunity to learn discipline and learn restraint to the point where I'm never looking back on these things. And these opportunities are never presenting themselves ever again so that I never feel like, you know, I'm not, you know, that I'm able to deny myself certain urges or different things going down different paths and doing being faced with different temptation, being tempted by different things that I already learned from I should have learned from or you know even if you feel like you can do it a billion different times and still never get tired of it, it's like okay, but I've still learned to restrain, you know, show restraint towards something. Even if I can never get tired of it doesn't mean that I should still go do it every time I feel like doing it. These different things, I feel like God is really exposing to me in this time. He's giving me the opportunity, like everybody said, to, you know, be young and and make my mistakes now. But also, he's not. He's also showing me, like, I don't care how young you are. When I'm showing you all the different things that it takes to make yourself better and the different, you know, opportunities that you're going to have to be called out of a certain lifestyle, no matter how tempting it is, I want you to be able to, show maturity or grow in this time that I'm giving you the opportunity to grow in. Don't run back thinking, but hey, don't I have time? You may not have time. You running back to everything thinking, oh, he's showing me this now because, you know, just for fun. No, he's not. He's not showing me this now just for fun. God is not calling me for fun right now. He's calling me because it's time to come into him. And if I deny his call, I shouldn't take that as lightly. Like, I'm going to get the opportunity again. I should take this very seriously. Like, next chance, next time God calls me, if it's the next time, you know, who knows what I will have suffered through, gone through, missed out on, you know, risk. Or, you know, somehow messed up. And I'm never going to get that opportunity ever again. I don't want that. I don't want that, you know. He calling me now. He's calling me now. I want to come now. You know, there's different people who've never found out their purpose and destiny in life. They never got that. They never got the opportunity to have their purpose or destiny revealed to them in their life. And I just wonder... What decisions they made that they didn't get their purpose and destiny when everybody in this whole world has one and has an opportunity to find out what it is? Or does everybody have the opportunity to find out what it is? And when they don't get the opportunity to find out what it is, is it based off something they did wrong? Or is it just the fact that, you know, because it's never the fact that they wasn't meant to know what it is, is it? That's not right. That don't make sense. Why would God give you a purpose and destiny if you're not meant to actually know what that is? And if you're actually meant to know what your purpose and destiny is, then what decisions do you have to make in order to get to the point where you figure it out? Where it's presented to you, it's it's handed over to you by God. You have to say yes to certain answers. You have to make certain decisions. You got to go down certain routes. You got to choose certain things. And if you say don't matter what you do, you're going to end up there no matter what, that means everybody would have got theirs. And I know for a fact everybody didn't. It's way too many people around me who didn't get theirs. Or maybe I'm missing something that they did. And if that's still scary too, they got their purpose and destiny in life and they still didn't amount to much. Whatever purpose and destiny that they had, they abandoned or they didn't, you know, use to their full potential. They never actually exercised it or became whatever it was that they were supposed to be. They never got to embark on their purpose and destiny in life. They never got to use it fully. They never got to experience it fully. They never got to appreciate it. You know, they never got to actually be it, to walk in it. So that means that can happen to me too. Even though I was able to get to this point where I reached you know, the revelation of what my purpose and destiny life is, who and destiny in life is, who I was born to be on this planet, I could still miss the mark on actually being able to walk in it. Okay, I know it now. But because I know it, does that also ulti- does that always it- does that mean I'm automatically, you know, approved and accepted to just walk in it? No, it still takes effort, it still takes dedication, it still takes choices that I still have to make in order to walk in my purpose and my destiny. Because I think about every day what could have stopped me from getting here. And the one thing that God has revealed to me, nothing, nothing could have stopped you from getting here. There's no possible way that anything or anybody could have stopped you from getting here. Because if that were a fact, then you would have been stopped from getting here. But you got here anyways. But the issue with that is that absolutely I could have been stopped from getting here. I could have not chose God. I could have not came, been called. I could have not came into his call when he told me to. I could have taken different routes. I could have took the easy way out. I could have took the money. I could have sold my soul. I could have run from this. I could have been selfish. I could have, you know, been a... I could have decided to live a meaningless life. I could have wanted to live and hide behind lies. I could have chosen lies and never wanted to come out from underneath them. I could have never wanted to be better. I could have never wanted the purpose or the destiny. That's what I could have done. But I still feel like there's nothing I actually did to truly deserve this. When it comes down to it, it is all up to God. So why do some people not get theirs? I still don't know why. I still don't know why some people still don't get their purpose in destiny, but maybe it's so that you appreciate yours when you get yours. Maybe that's the real reason why. So, I mean, somebody else had to miss out on knowing what they're actually born on this earth to be in order for me to appreciate knowing what I'm born on this earth to be. That's the only real explanation that makes sense, even though I'm sure there's a whole bunch of different reasons why they never got theirs. But in the Bible, the blind man who was healed by Jesus, they said, Jesus, you said that most of us are born into sin. A lot of us are born into sin. So what was this sin? What was the sin of this man that he was born blind? And Jesus said, this man had no sin. He is only born blind so that the son can be glorified through, and, and through the father. So this man was born blind just so that one day Jesus can come and heal him of his blindness so that people could know who Jesus was the son of God the Messiah sent on this earth to die on the die for the forgiveness of our sins. You never know why you have to go through something, but you have to go through it. So whether I had to go through this for my purpose or destiny or I had to go through this to glorify God's name or I had to go through this just so to prove or show somebody to be grateful for what they never had to go through or for what they got in life. Whatever reason I had to go through this for, it still is necessary. It's always necessary. And I'm not about to go I'm not gonna pretend like I don't have a lot of times I don't have different, you know, thoughts about this. Like, do I really matter? Am I really important? If i really don't matter to nobody on this planet and all this other stuff like i have all these different things i'm thinking about all the time regardless you know i'm still so i'm still so grateful for god i'm so grateful for all that he's done for me all that he's doing through me all that he is to me you know but like i said one thing i'm worried about in this season I'm thinking about so much. It's like, why? One thing I'm thinking about in this season, I'm thinking about so much. is like, why? You know, why he chose me why did he choose me for this you know why it feels like these decisions matter that I'm making but they don't why it feels like I'm supposed to do everything in my power to try and change or or um, go down a certain why do my choices matter why do my choices matter when they don't matter that's what I'm wondering. So I can do whatever I want to do right now. I can go do it right now. Things going to be whatever they're going to be regardless. But they still matter because I can go make this decision and make this choice. It's still going to lead to this decision and this path and these th- different things happening. And somehow whatever that does is supposed to happen. So a lot of times, you know. I can't think about, I can't even, I can't forget how many days, how many times. It's like, you don't have to do this. This is not necessary. You don't have to go down this route. And this does not matter. Or this does matter. Or this is this and that is that. She's going to find out it never mattered the whole time. All this does matter. Whatever it is, the choices that I made, I found out in the process that every choice that I made was exactly what the choice that I definitely needed to make. But how will I know? If a choice that I made was the choice that I needed to make, if I don't make it and I never find out what it is, I'm missing that process. How do I know that anything that I missed out on was not necessary or was necessary for me to miss it? In this this time. How do I know? I would never know. I would never know. So I, all I know all the way up until this point is that, you know, there's been different things and different points and different different things that's been exposed to me in this process. That was like, you know... Different things have been exposed to me in this process that are just like, you know, this is exactly where you're you're destined to be. This is exactly where you're meant to be. But then so many things have been exposed to me in this process. It's like, what what would it be like if you had gone a different route, if you had chosen a different thing, if you had missed out on this? Would you have been truly missing out on anything? And if that is the case, that means your choices do matter. And if your choices do matter, that completely discredits the idea that no matter what you do or what you chose, you still would have been exactly right here where you're destined to be, no matter what. It frustrates me. It frustrates me so much. It makes me so bad. It hurts me. It hurts me so bad because it's like, how can you say that no matter what I do, I'm always going to be this person. I'm destined to be this person no matter what. I know that that's true. Because look at all these decisions I made that should have thrown me off this path. Look, Look at all of these decisions that I made. Excuse me. Look at all of these decisions that I made that should have changed this. Look at all of these decisions that I made that should have, you know, prevented me from getting to this point. Look at all of these decisions that I made. That should have made a difference. Right? But look at all of these look at how all these decisions that I made that didn't change it. Growing up, I smoked weed. I cursed my parents out. I snuck out at night. I lost, I I had sex before marriage. I, you know, I did all these things that were not reflective of what God needed or wanted from me. I went all down, I went down all these different paths. I wound up addicted to marijuana for seven years straight and I wanted to be away from it. I wanted to be off of it. I wanted to let go of it. So many days I prayed and I cried out to God to keep me from it and I still walk right down that path just for God to tell me it's okay. You're coming out of this. This is you're going to be away from this. You're going to be free of this to show me these different things. And for no matter what I did to lead me exactly where I could have never even guessed or imagined I'd be one day. Definitely couldn't have been there without him. It was so obvious that no matter what I had done or what route I had gone down, that I was going to one day end up here, no matter what. And nobody could change that, right? But now, moving forward, after I've learned this and after this has been exposed to me, my decisions still matter. It still matter what I do with my life and how I choose to use this opportunity, this freedom, this second chance. It matters what I choose to do with it. It matters that I get up and I make the best out of it. It matters. All of it matters. How? How do it matter? When it never mattered before. It never mattered all the way up until this point. So now after this point it matters all of a sudden. Or did it matter all the way up until this point. And so that means it still matters. And if it still matters... Then how, no matter what I do, I can mess it up. Though I can. Or can I? I got a lot to learn, obviously. Because then I'll see a future, a vision of my future that says it's set in stone. Nobody can ever change this. No matter what they do. But then you'll see that, really, are they that dumb? Or could they ever be... That stupid is anybody really that stupid to do everything that they're doing and everything in their power to change and keep that vision from coming to pass. If, of course, they never could change it, no matter what they did, you know, there's a lot of people out here who are gonna still do whatever they can to stop or, or keep something from happening, even if you tell them it's a there's no way possible they're ever going to be able to change something. Like, you could tell me, um. You're going to lose your faith in God. And there ain't nothing you can do to change that. You're going to lose everything you ever wanted in life. And there's nothing you ever going to be able to stop or change that. I'm not going to stop trying to change that. I'm not going to stop trying to change that. I'm going to keep fighting. I'm going to keep doing everything I can. Yeah, it's probably going to get to me. I might think about it a few times. Like, I remember when you said that. And it kind of felt like you was right. But I'm still going to fight every single day to change that. Because you can't try and take everything I want out of life by just telling me I can't have it or telling me that this going to happen or telling me that it's going to change things. You got to show me. And let's say you're willing to show me. Okay, well, it just better be true then. Because what makes you think I'm not going to stop trying? What if I just told you that you wasn't, wasn't who you know you are? You just going to believe me just because I said it? Some of us do. Don't make it true, though. Don't really change nothing. You just said it. So what that means is an opinion and not a fact. I want the facts. I want the facts. And guess what? The facts are God is real. The facts are he's the almighty power. The facts are he has the final say. The facts are if anybody can't change nothing, it's him. Excuse me. If he says anything is not to be changed, he's the only person that you can believe when he says it. He can change anything. So didn't come out right. But it just frustrates me. It frustrates me. Because it's like, there's so many different qualities about myself. They're just so basic and simple. It's not really basic, but it's just basic to me. These are basic qualities by myself. Like when somebody say you can't do something and it's something I really want to do or it's something I'm really determined to do. And I decide to go do it anyways, even though somebody warned me against it and other people call me stupid for it. Or some people say you're just hard headed. you gonna learn a hard way. And then some people say, you know. They agree with that. It's a really good quality to have. No matter what people say, I'm still going to do what I'm going to do regardless. And certain things happen and it feel like they wasn't meant to. But it's like if they weren't meant to, would they have? For real, though, like that's a lot of things. That's something that also I'm conflicted with because it's like God tells you that he didn't want this to happen and that wasn't meant to happen. But if it wasn't meant to happen, then why did it? If you didn't want it to happen, then why did it, right? The obvious explanation to that is you needed to learn. You have a choice to make decisions he can't stop you from making. Free will. But God can do anything. There's no limits to God. Nothing is too hard for the Lord. And Because there's probably a million things I want to be able to do that I'm probably not going to be able to do or I have the choice to do, but I still won't do because of God's grace and him keeping me from things that doesn't make sense. That this one of those things that for some reason, some odd reason, it just slipped through the cracks or it just decided to be something I was able to do anyways. Even though God has the power to keep that from happening, why did it have to happen even though he didn't want it to happen? Why does God have all the power in the world to stop certain things? Some Seemingly, sometimes things I want to happen, but certain things I don't want to happen, they happen. Like, we always have these questions, whatever. Like, you're going to tell me I can't do something, I'm going to do it anyways. Or you're going to tell me I can't do something, I'm going to believe you. And some people have the idea in their hearts or in their minds that, you know, that's what the real. The real fight is whether you believe somebody when they tell you you can't do something or not. The real fight is allowing somebody to define what's possible for you. Now, some people might say that God is sometimes a big hindrance on those dreams. He tells you you can't do this and you can't do that because you have to give all the credit to him. You have to submit all the power over to him. You have to trust him to do it or this is not good for you. That's not good for you. You're not following the Ten Commandments so you can never succeed or prosper. You can never be okay. You can never be this. You can never be that. You can never do this and you can never do that. And what he's exposing to me in his time is that that is true. He is right. Now, whether I choose to believe it or not, it's going to determine... Where I go in life or how I how I allow my mind to carry me in life because mindset matters. But sometimes it just doesn't. And I think that this experience has showed me that and exposed that to me because there's a lot of things about this situation I could have never imagined or dreamed or even conjured up to believe within myself. There's just so many different things that I couldn't have imagined be real or true about my life right now. So you can't tell me that mindset brought me here when it was never on my mind. But it happened anyway, so it's not always about mindset. God is real, and sometimes he has the power to show you that in the most unsuspecting ways. You want to tell me that my mind and the thoughts and the different things that I conjured up got me here. And I'm going to tell you that my mind could have never got me here. Because this is something so completely new to me that I never dreamed of, you know, being true or possible. I don't know. Maybe I thought about it, but my mind definitely didn't get me here, you know. So who did? God himself. And since God himself got me here, that means God is real. This is true. These things are really happening. And there's nothing nobody can do to stop it because God is the almighty power. God is the almighty power. He has the final say. And if all these different things happen without, of course, me ever having any real thing to do with it, besides just existing and being a vessel that God chose to use, then that means that nobody can stop what's going to happen next, what God has in store for us, even if you know about it. There's nothing you can do to stop it. And if I am meant to suffer this much or if there's some other solution that could have prevented this suffering, all in due time will I get to the place that I'm destined to be at. Nobody's going to ever be able to stop that. I've seen a vision of my future of where I'll be and how I'll get there, and it seemed like there's so many efforts to keep me from getting there. Excuse me. While of course there's also so many efforts to get me there, regardless of what any and everybody's doing here down, down on this earth, God has a plan. God is in control. And even when everybody in the world is against you, He will He will find a way to make everything happen for you. One minute everybody in the world is against you and it seems like an impossible opportunity. The next minute you know, nobody in the world can stop you. Everybody in the world is on your side because they cannot deny his power in and through you. Just got to trust him anyways. It's way too many efforts to see me, you know, fall It's way too many efforts to see me quit. It's way too many efforts to see me give up. It's way too many efforts to see me not be as accomplished as possible. It's way too many efforts to see me not reach the heights I'm destined to reach. But you know what? Regardless of whatever efforts that that there is, if it's destined for me, it's destined for me. You know? I think that the only thing I'm challenging God right now is that if there's really nothing that I can do to change or stop, What's going to happen in my life. Then. Prove it. Prove it. Because. It's not that I want to just go do. Anything I want to do. I want to do everything that God wants or needs me to do for him. I truly do. But I'm not necessarily. You know. So. Convinced. That it's supposed to be. What this is right now. It feels like I tried everything. I tried thinking my way through it. That didn't work. I tried trusting my way through it. And I'm, you know, I don't know if that's going to work. Tried having faith through it. Don't know. That got to work for me. You know, what else am I going to do? I tried fighting my way through it. Man, I don't know if that's going to work. It's, I'm trying, you know, sleeping my way through it, doing nothing through it. Crying my way through it, laughing my way through it, you know, all these different things. I've tried. I'm trying. It got to work. And when it does work, I'm just so convinced that the way it's going to work, it's going to be like, it was nothing you could do anyways. I need that. I need for God to exercise his power in that way. Because... I'm I've done everything I can. I think that might be God's point. Here, let me try and let you do everything you can. Let me Let me give you the baton. Let me let you feel like you can make all the decisions even with, you know, my help. You feel like you're doing it. What you think I would want you to do? Let me let you feel like you got it and you're in control. Let's see where you, where you go. Maybe I just need you to do that as a distraction because everything that you do, they're going to feel like they are hindering or stopping God's plan because one thing that they won't acknowledge, but they're going to have to acknowledge by every effort that they try and do to stop you is that you're chosen by God. You're a vessel. So every single last thing that you decide you need to do in order for God, they try and do to stop. They're proving that they believe that God is working through you, that God is real, and that you are chosen by God. So it doesn't matter whether they deny that or not. That's the proof. Then on top of that, it's just a distraction. Because everything that you think that you need to do or have to do, it's already done. Nothing you could do to change it, nothing they can do to change it, and it's just going to happen. And meanwhile, while, it, while they're sitting up here doing everything in their power to distract or hinder or stop all that you are doing, the real thing that they need to be stopping, they have no clue about. Or it's just floating right up underneath their nose. Happening anyways. Not being stopped. Who knows? Or maybe this is a real battle. And I have to learn how to overcome all their efforts. I have to learn how to be bigger, better, stronger, more dedicated, more focused. Than each and every single last person that don't want me to have it. Who knows? All I know. Is that. Eventually, time will tell. That's all I can say. Time will tell, because I'm tired of I'm tired of allowing myself to be so stressed out about it. What happens when I stop caring? I wouldn't know because I haven't stopped caring yet. I'm not about to pretend like I stopped caring right now just because I'm tired. Let me get to the point where I actually stop caring, and then we'll see what happened. I guess they'll be hurting. So why not still keep caring until I don't? I'm gonna keep putting effort in until I feel like I have no more efforts to give. And by then it'll be natural. And and even if and even if I decide not to do that it's natural. Whatever I decide to do is natural.